Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. I hope you love this time of year. I know I sure do. It's Christmas season and uh, all the the decorations and the songs and uh, the spirit. And I am so thankful that we get to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And uh, I hope that uh, you'll be blessed on the Winning Side broadcast these next few weeks leading up to Christmas. I hope it'll encourage you. And uh, we'll talk about Christmas. We're going to continue in our Bible study in Proverbs here for another week or so. But as we get a little closer, we'll do some lessons on Christmas and the Christmas story. And I hope it'll be a help to you. But thank you today on this Tuesday, December 7th. Thank you for joining us for our Winning Side broadcast. We welcome those on the radio, 95.9 FM. And then those that are uh, watching on Facebook and on YouTube, thank you for joining us. And then those that are on the radio app listening in and those on the podcast, thank you for joining us uh, for today. A happy birthday today to Nathan Anderton. Happy birthday today to Teresa Lewis. And then happy birthday today to Judy Mabry. I hope you folks have a great day and uh, may God bless you on this day. Let's pray today for our church. I hope you pray for your church every day. I hope you pray for your pastor and uh, pray for his wife. Pray for the staff and their wives. Pray for the deacons and their wives. Pray for the Sunday school teachers. Pray for the choir. You know, we're just a couple days away from our Christmas cantata. And let's pray for all of our choir members and our musicians. Pray God will give them health and strength. And uh, pray for our choir director, piano player, and sound men, and all of those things, the narrator. Uh, let's just pray for one another. And uh, so many times uh, the Bible says we have not because we ask not. And I hope we are faithful to pray for one another. And let's not just take anything for granted. Well, you know, I'm sure it'll all work out. Well, maybe it will, maybe it won't. But I certainly uh, don't want to be guilty of not praying and not asking God to help and to guide and direct in those things. Let's pray for our school today. Victory Christian Academy, pray for all of our students and teachers, our school families, uh, pray for our missionaries all over the world. You know, uh, we ought to pray for our missionaries all the time, but especially at this time of year, Christmas. Many of them, they're not going to see their family. Uh, many of them, they're not coming back to the States and having the, the Christmas uh, get-togethers and the Christmas meals and the Christmas uh, gatherings because they are in another country, another part of the world, uh, because they have followed the Lord. And they said, we're going to go serve God wherever He's called us. And I hope you pray for our missionaries, especially at this time. I want you to hear a song today. This is a Christmas song, but it's uh, kind of a little twist off of the uh, the classic hymn, Away in a manger, that Christmas carol. I guess that's not a hymn, that's a Christmas carol. Away in a manger, this is done by the Epley family, and I thank the Lord for the Epley family. But this is a little bit different version of Away in a Manger, but I think you will like it. I think it'll be a blessing, and I think it'll help you today. Let's uh, hear this song, Away in a Manger, by the Epley family, and then we'll get in our Bible study, Proverbs 26. Away in a manger 
manger, no crib for a bed. The little Lord Jesus lay down his sweet head. The stars in the bright sky looked down where he lay. The Jesus asleep on the hay. Man had fallen so far from his Maker above, he knew no way to ever be right. But a way was conceived for all who Virgin one night away out of the shackles that bound my poor soul, away to bind up the wounds, make this heart of mine whole, away to the treasures of a My whole life is a flower in bloom. Jesus is the arranger, what began in a manger, brought new life when he rose from the tomb. Away out of the shackles that bound my poor soul, to bind up the wounds, make this heart of mine home, away to the treasures of a heavenly home, away in a manger for me, away in a manger for me. Aren't you glad God made a way, made a way to heaven, made a way to salvation, a way was made through that manger. Hallelujah for that. And I'm so glad that Jesus came. You know, I was uh, looking at some notes. I was preparing for chapel tomorrow for preaching to the uh, students, and I saw the verse. I think I quoted it wrong uh, last week. We played that song at the right time. And uh, there's the verse in Romans that says, when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. But there's the verse in Galatians uh, that says, when the fullness of time was come. That means at the right time that God sent forth his son. Jesus did not come one day early. And he did not come one day late. Jesus came at the right time. And I'm glad that he came and he was born in a manger. You say, why was he born in a manger? Why didn't he just come to earth as a man? Uh, because Jesus 
wanted to know and wanted to experience everything you and I experience. He was, uh, he's been touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Uh, he humbled himself. Uh, he came as a man and uh, he, he laid aside uh, the, the robes of royalty. He laid aside um, all of those things in heaven. And uh, he, he thought it not robbery to be equal with God. He is God. But he made himself a man and humbled himself so that he uh, could uh, know what we go through. He could know what we experience in this flesh. And I thank the Lord that Jesus came. Let's look at Proverbs 26. We saw yesterday uh, some lessons from nature. We saw yesterday the snow and the rain. It says in verse 1, As snow in summer and as rain in harvest, so honor is not seemly. It's not appropriate for a fool. We talked about that. I hope that was uh, interesting to you. Uh, I think adults uh, uh, like to you know, have visuals and illustrations and lessons from nature. I know the children do. On Sunday evenings, uh, my wife and I, we go to the children's choir, and I try to always give a lesson on uh, creation or uh, on, uh, you know, the sun or the moon or the stars or whatever. This last Sunday, we talked about the monarch butterfly. And they say, what could you learn from a monarch butterfly? Well, did you know that the monarch butterfly is actually poisonous uh, for birds or for lizards that would try to eat it? It looks so pretty, but it makes them sick. And uh, we talked about how that sin is the same way. Boy, sin looks so good, but it will make you sick and eventually uh, it'll hurt you. It can kill you. And uh, so that's why I want to stay away from that. You know, the devil's not walking around with horns and a pitchfork and a tail, uh, you know, uh, trying to scare people. That's not how the devil's going around. Not like the cartoons or not like, you know, the old uh, illustrated classics. You know how Satan is going around? The Bible says that Satan has been transformed into an angel of light. He makes it look so good. And he is the master of disguise. He's the master of deceit, uh, but he's a liar. And sin, when it is finished, it always bringeth forth death. So be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. But anyway, uh, I hope you like these lessons from nature. Let's look at number one, the snow and the rain. Number two, let's look at a lesson from the birds. It says in verse two, as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. The key word here is causeless. That word means without a reason or without a cause. Uh, basically, it's meaning uh, that a curse uh, that doesn't have a reason, it's just somebody just says something to you or somebody does something, there's, there's no reason for it. Uh, then, then you don't have to worry about that. But sometimes we let things get to us. The swallow uh, is a bird that uh, obviously, um, you know, birds uh, fly around and uh, they eat insects and they, you know, fly all through the air. And it's, there's not necessarily rhyme or reason to it. Uh, now, they have a purpose and God created them. But sometimes if you were to watch the birds, you'd say, well, they're just flying around as if they are wandering, uh, as if there's no reason, there's no point. Well, you know, the same is true for people who speak or act without reason or purpose. Uh, don't worry about that. Uh, don't always, and I'm using quotes for those of you on the radio, you can't see me, but don't read into things. Uh, don't get so worked up about what someone 
was thinking. I don't know, but I think they thought this went, no, 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 no. Or, or what about, well, I think they were trying to say such and such. Can I tell you, that would be to, to make a decision that would affect your life over something that is, is causeless. There's no point. There's no reason for you to do that. Um, if someone says something to you without merit or without reason, don't worry about it. Just let it go. Uh, just like you would not get upset every time a bird flies over your head. There's nothing you can do about that. Uh, Martin Luther said this. He said, you cannot keep birds from flying over your head, but you can keep them from building a nest in your hair. And can I tell you, you can't do anything about the birds flying over like that, but you, they don't have to build a nest in your hair. Uh, when people say things, just let it go. When people do things that there's no reason, there's no cause, there's no justification for it, don't let that ruin your life. Uh, don't allow those people to get in your head. Don't allow those thoughts to then control your actions. Don't worry about curses without cause, but also don't be the one who does it. Don't be the one that is rude or the one that will say things that are cruel or unkind to somebody. Uh, don't be like that. That's foolish. By the way, here's another lesson we can learn from the birds. You know what the birds do? They sing. They rejoice. Uh, those birds are out there just having a good old time. They're not worried about stuff. Uh, don't worry about everything. Don't stress. You know, it's amazing to me how God takes care of the birds. Matthew 6, 26, behold the fowls of the air. Just look at the birds. Just look how God takes care of them. The Bible tells us that a bird cannot fall to the ground without God noticing. Isn't that amazing? Now, obviously, we notice sometimes maybe around the church property, there's times where I'll see a bird that maybe has flown into a glass door and knocked itself out or whatever. But think about all the birds out in all the forests and out in the fields that, that you'll never even see. Anytime one of those birds falls to the ground, God knows about it. And I want to tell you, you're a whole lot more valuable than any bird. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 29, are not two sparrows sold for a farthing. And one of them shall not fall to the ground without your father, without God knowing about it. Verse 31, fear ye not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. I want to remind you today, here's a lesson you can learn from the birds. One, don't worry about everything that they're flying around doing that. Don't worry about all that. And don't worry every time somebody says something without a cause, without a reason. Just let it go. Also, here's a lesson from the birds. No matter what happens in life, you can still sing. Don't lose your song. Uh, here's a lesson you can learn from the birds is that God's going to take care of you. God's going to make sure that you are fed. God's going to make sure that your needs are met. God promised it. And if God can take care of the birds, he can take care of you. And then here's a, the last lesson I think you can learn from the birds is that although the birds are so valuable to God, God takes note of them, God cares for them, God created them, God feeds them, but God makes it very clear that we are more valuable than the birds. And I want to tell you, you are valuable to God. God loves you. You say, well, I, I didn't feel valued from my, my parents. I didn't feel valued from this person or uh, my boss at work did this or this person, my neighbor said this. Well, friend, I don't know what they all said, but I know what God said. God said that he loves you. And God says that you are his masterpiece, that he is working, that he is, uh, he's not giving up on you. He's still working on us. 
and he loves you and he cares about you and you are valuable to God. I hope you have a good day. Hope you live on the winning side and I hope we'll learn some lessons from nature, specifically today, some lessons from the birds. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.